Yo, yo, welcome to Crypto 101. This is Matthew Aaron, and this is my first rant commentary in a long time. And I just said, you know what? I have, I guess, a lot of things to talk about. It's been a busy week. It's been a busy couple weeks, actually. And there's been a lot of things going on. And I don't know. I just thought I have a lot of things on my mind. I just wanted to wrap out with you guys, you know, person to person, podcaster to listener, friend to friend, investor to investor. And just tell you what's been going on in my world the past couple weeks since, you know, I've been uh, kind of just busy interviewing people and putting out those kinds of episodes lately. And did a couple 101s, I think. I think I did a, a smart contract and I think I did something else. I can't remember off the top of my head, actually. But I just want to make sure that, you know, we stay connected and I don't just drop off and you don't hear from me for, <laughs> for weeks or months on end. Anyway. So what's been going on? My my week in trading, you know, I haven't been trading much recently, actually. Uh, ever since Bitcoin announced that, you know, the hard fork or it's been getting closer to the hard fork uh, on the on November 18th, uh, Bitcoin price has just been going crazy. So my alts, my holds are pretty much down. Um, I've been holding a little bit of NAV, a little bit of Civic, and they're both just bleeding heavy. I bought into Trig at a buck, a buck oh six, I think. And uh, now it's just sitting at like 50 cents or 40 cents. And it's just a disaster. Other than that, I think I have, you know, my Litecoin is doing well. My Bitcoin is doing well. Uh, my Quantum, I'm still looking forward to seeing what happens when it hits these new exchanges. Quantum's going to hit a new exchange in Korea and one in Japan. I heard it might be a big one in Korea. So I'm thinking a lot more volume is going to go through uh, Quantum. And I'm very excited about that. But other than that, I have not had a very busy, exciting week in tr in trading, and um, I'm pretty much bag holding at this point. So I have not much to say on that. I have been a little bit upset about the BitShares uh, decentralized exchange and the Bittrex delisting them. I think I probably mentioned that, like you know, BitShares is probably going to be a good buy. These things come up in the market that you just can't predict or expect. You just don't know. And this was one of those. This is one of those times where no matter how much you're planning, no matter how much you look at charts, no matter how much you look at the news, you would just not expect that Bittrex will delist a a currency like that, especially you know, one with a, a market cap of 200 at the time. I think it was about 200 million. I mean, so it wasn't small. But I understand, you know, it's direct competition. It's a decentralized exchange uh, opposed to Bittrex, a centralized exchange. And having their coin on there, of course, makes Bittrex a little bit of money, but it's not really doing anything good for them because it's kind of like they're supporting their competition. And Bittrex gave a kind of weird excuse. And I, you know what? I don't think they need to give, an, give a reason why they did list a coin or, or what have you, but it's kind of shitty for the investor because we're just in a like, now what? You know, we could just, you know, throw it on Poloniex like like I did, um, we can throw it into their exchange, which I'll get into in a little bit. But, I mean, if you're investing in something and something with the volume of Bittrex, you know, that sometimes goes to a three quarters of a billion dollars a day in in volume. I mean, that is huge. And you're just like, now what do I do? So Bittrex said they're delisting BitShares because it takes around 64 gigs of RAM to run a full node on BitShares, 
while BitShare says, you know, it only takes about five gigs of RAM. And that was the, the excuse that Bittrex had. However, it's more so, and like I said before, I think it's just because they're trying to get the competition out of there. It's not because, you know, hey, it's just taking too much resource or it's too resource heavy. It's just, why would I, you know, support another exchange? So that was my week. I, I have about 12,000 bit shares um, and I bought them in at 10 cents. So uh, it's just, actually, no, I'm sorry. I didn't buy it at 10 cents. I bought it at 8 cents. I bought it about 8 cents and, you know, now it's down at around 5 cents. It's been down to 4 so it's like, I'm, I'm not too happy about it, but I'm just going to hold tight because, to be perfectly honest, I love Bittrex, but I think decentralized exchanges are probably the future in the way that everything's going to go. I just don't know if they work well yet. And we, and I've been trying to play with BitShares Exchange quite a bit through this whole thing. And actually, a review is going to come out soon in the next week or two about the BitShares Exchange. And it works fine, yet it's not as fluid and not as fun as say bitrex it's still not there i don't know how do i classify fun fun is i guess the speed and the uh, volume that bitrex has so i mean when you're you know busting the volume of bitrex you know you have just shit going crazy all the time you know things are going up things are going down you know your orders are filled you know very fast and bit shares it's just not as i don't know fun so Anyway, but other than that, it looks really good. It operates like they say. It operates just like an exchange. And I'm going to have a full review here in a couple weeks. So if you guys are wondering about decentralized exchanges, I'm going to tell you a little bit about BitShares. However, I might have a surprise. I have been confirmed that, and I don't want to say it because if it doesn't happen, I'm going to be upset. I hope that we're going to have a special guest, special company come on and tell us about decentralized exchanges. I reached out to somebody. They said, you know what? We're, we're excited about this. We're going to come on at your show and tell you about decentralized exchanges. They confirmed. I haven't got a time or date that we're going to do this interview. I haven't recorded it yet, but they said they want to do it and they said they're excited. So I'm just waiting. I hope to have that for you because it's important. Decentralized exchanges is an important topic that I want to get the one-on-one about. So look forward to that. But like I said, the past week, I have been just interviewing people and you know, just talking to them. And that's been my basis of the episodes lately. And I think that's important too, because it's giving the one-on-one from their perspectives of their coins or their experience within the industry. And some of these guys are the, the industry. They are the industry. They are those people that we scroll down on Bittrex and we say, okay, that coin is mooning or, you know, it's down or whatever. And we're going to pick up some of those, or we're going to trade this for that. Or these guys have an announcement coming up. These are the people that are, you know, putting all of that effort, putting all that work, putting all that research and innovation into these cryptocurrencies that we are investing. To have these conversations with them has been very interesting. And I have been having a really good time talking to them because I've been, you know, exploring different sides of the crypto blockchain world that I haven't seen before. And the thing is that is taking me by surprise by all of these people that I'm interviewing is that they're all so different. And their ideas of what blockchain is going to be is so different. From somebody like, you know, um, Douglas Pike to, say, Jesse um, Limegruber, these guys are fundamentally, you know, both, you know, understand coding and how to do all this stuff and, you know, the, the technical aspect of it. And they both, you know, believe in the blockchain aspect. However, the way that they're approaching it 
in the way that they're approaching the whole idea of you know blockchain and it's just so different you know i actually when i when i got onto interviewing you know these guys i kind of thought that i was gonna have a hard time and i was thinking that i'm going to have a conversation and they're gonna pull out some technical stuff and i'm like i have no clue what you're talking about man and then i'm gonna have to say you know please can you make this more 101 i mean even if it's not for the channel even if it's not for the podcast it's for me like I need a one-on-one too. But these guys were just like really real down to earth, you know, just like dudes, just, you know, rapping about, out about this cool thing that it's, you know, just happening. It's just, you know, about a bunch of professionals in the industry that are very excited about a product. And they're coming from these different point of views. For example, more of like a um, libertarian point of view or a, even a, you know, want to be part of the bigger system or, or, or current established system um and making blockchain for that and so they're just it's just all over the place and i've been very excited to you know be talking to these guys so i hope to have more interviews coming out very soon and shortly and we'll see more one-on-ones on that another interview that i have coming out shortly is one by just a normal average listener and you no know, we're, we're wrapping out on uh twitter and then we asked hey you want to come on the show and he said yeah so Next interview is going to be just with an average listener that's been tuning into Crypto 101. He's going to talk about his crypto trading, and I think that's really cool. One of the things that's on my my mind, though, is... I don't know if you guys can hear that in the background. It's the, like, the Beethoven for release. Let me tell you something about Taiwan. That is the music of the garbage truck. So if you hear that music, that means it's time for you to take your garbage and go outside and wait for the garbage truck because you don't just put it on the curb and people come up and pick up your garbage or you don't take it to a dumpster. You actually are responsible to put it into the garbage truck. So you have the garbage people come around, they drive the truck and you have all the businesses, all the houses kind of like line up on the street with their bags of garbage and they throw it in there. And it's, it's quite, quite interesting actually. I might post a video on Twitter about it. Hey guys, TiVo here to tell you about the Ufi Video Lock, a smart lock, a 2K camera, and a doorbell all in one. That's right, three in one for triple the security. It's easy to install. All you need is a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling required. It gives you keyless entry, so no more fumbling your keys when you have your hands full coming back from the grocery store. No more worry about the kids losing a house key. No more worry about a guest losing the house key or forgetting the passcode on your door. And for Airbnbers, it's a no-brainer as you can change the passcode at will between renters. It has available fingerprint recognition and it has AI self-learning chips. So the more you use it, the more accurate it's going to be. You will have no anxiety with the battery charging 
It is a rechargeable battery and it lasts around four months, but don't worry when it's low, it'll give you plenty of weeks notice. And also it always comes with a physical key as a backup. There's no monthly fee. Unlike other brands that charge you a monthly fee to get your backup recordings, they're always recorded locally and you will always have access. Customer support for the Eufy video lock is 24 seven. So you don't have to worry about any issues you have. And it comes with an 18 month warranty. What I love about this product is it is truly all-in-one with the three-in-one. You don't have to go out and buy multiple parts. It's all in this package with the Eufy Video Lock. So if you're interested in learning more, go on Amazon and search Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock. Again, that's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Eufy Video Lock. Get complete control over your front door. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Anyway, I want to wrap out a little bit about Bitcoin and the whole SegWit2x thing. And I think I'm a little bit disturbed by that whole, I don't know, process. And I don't know if, how it's going to be, you know, okay, I guess, let me, let me take that back. I'm a little disturbed by the process and I'm kind of concerned about the future of Bitcoin. And I was talking to people the other day. They're like, well, you know what? Bitcoin could be like the Napster. It was the first one where you can, you know, share music and files and, download music but it's nothing like spotify it's nothing like you know even youtube or anything else that came i mean it's like using limewire to get your to get your music it's just obsolete and i'm wondering if bitcoin is going that route and everybody says you know bitcoin you know hundred thousand dollars in the future and five hundred thousand but why what makes you so confident that bitcoin is going to be that coin just because it was first. Why Why is everybody... I mean, yes, it has a strong hold on the market these days. And it is the currency that you buy all the other altcoins with. You even buy Litecoin with it. And most people even buy their Ethereum with it, you know? So, yes, I get the fact that it is, you know, the top dog. It is the gold. But what makes everybody so confident that it is going to be the one that's going to be you know, the $100,000 in the future. And I think that one thing that makes me question that it's going to be that coin in the future is the split. And it's just the way that it's being rolled out. If you listen to the Segwit2x podcast, I told you in that podcast that this hard fork was decided by 58 companies or entities or individuals this is an oligarchy of the crypto world. This is control of 
the money just like a bank would, just like a government would, just like the Fed does, or any other institution that's like the Fed in your country, this is no different than before. If rates go up, rates go up, because why they decide to, if you know they want to protect their mining fees and their interests, then they're going to do it. And if they're going to, you know, decide to fork or, you know, scale in certain ways, they're going to do it. And, and, and it's, not the pro- it's not the problem that they're deciding that or they're trying to scale Bitcoin. It's the how they're doing it. And, I, and this is so anti-spirit of what Bitcoin is, a decentralized currency. But now it's like, you know, all of these mining pools get together and it's, just, it's a cartel. It's, every, it's, the, it's the diamond cartel getting together and saying, hey, well, okay, let's just buy up all the diamonds, stick them in a basement, and control the supply. You know, I mean, it's not the same thing with supply and demand, but it's just a, bunch, a couple of people, you know, making that choice for everyone and now pushing this on the market. So I'm really concerned with what Bitcoin's becoming. I think that it is, and I really want to get somebody from an ASIC mining community, like uh, somebody that's a developer in the ASIC mining community that's, you know, mining either Litecoin or Bitcoin and, you know, come over here and just say, you know, this is the way that it is now isn't negative. It's going to, you know, and I, I don't even know what I, I don't even know what I want them to say or what they're going to say, but I want them to come in and, and explain to me how this is a good thing, I guess. But I am concerned. I am concerned that it's come, going the wrong way. And I think that, actually, I hope that it is realized by more people quicker and that Bitcoin goes back to being more decentralized. Because there's a lot of coins that are purposely, purposely putting it into their algorithms, their mining algorithms, their protocols, their architecture of these coins to keep it decentralized. And that's part of their game plan. That's part of what they do. That's part of their reasons for um, making these cryptocurrencies. And that's what, like I said, and just to reiterate what I said earlier, and that's what I'm finding out with these different motives of people in blockchain. It's You could see that there's all kinds of people doing things for different reasons. And I'm not going to you know, take a side that says one is good or one is bad. Um, because I think that, you know, there's a lot of hurdles that are right there in the road to success for cryptocurrency and a lot of more hurdles that haven't even been put up yet when we're running down that track. And the governments, the banks, a lot of people are going to start putting up those hurdles and we don't even see it coming. So I'm very interested and disappointed yet curious about Bitcoin. And my two major questions is, why Bitcoin? Why not Vertcoin? Why not Litecoin? Even though Litecoin is ASIC mining, but um, why not Vertcoin? Why not Virium? Why not, I don't know, any, any other one, Monero? Um, actually, I don't know how you mine Monero, actually, to be honest with you. I'll find that out, though. Um, but why, why not some of these other currencies that I know just by talking to either the developers or knowing the core ideas of these currencies that they wanted to keep it decentralized. And I think that is one of the biggest pros for cryptocurrency is the decentralization. But besides that, 
another thing in the news, another thing on my on my radar to comment about. This isn't a rant. This is a comment, and I want to let everybody know that I am officially working with Viracoin and Virium to do their weekly updates. So I will be dropping the news of Viracoin and Virium now on YouTube, on the Viracoin and Virium weekly update channel, and I also will be doing a one-on-one segment on that channel, sponsored by Crypto One Hundred One. So it's going to be a one-on-one segment about you know just things that we talk about here or on the same light of it. And uh, we're going to drop it on YouTube. Also, I think you're going to see a little bit of uh, Taiwan because I'm going to take you around the town and, you know, do some shows from different places and hopefully don't get kicked out of too many places. But I just want to have a full disclosure that I will be doing that on on YouTube for Viracoin and Virium. It's not going to affect anything that I do here. I've always been long on, on Virium. I think that they have a great product. I am not pushing it on anybody. Um, I am not going to be a seller of it. I am not going to be biased on them if they start you know doing things the way that i don't think they should be doing it or you know having a coin or having a a company that i don't agree with i will not let that affect crypto 101 and i will not you know be with them but at this point um i started working with viracoin and virium and i do like their product i do like their company and i do like the people who work there so i'm very excited to be uh, doing that with them on youtube but, and again, I just want to make sure that everybody understands that I am still Crypto 101, Matthew Aaron, and we are going to keep the program exactly the same. You're not going to see ads or anything from Veracoin and Virium here, well, unless they pay. But then I have to open that up to everybody, uh, including Dash and give me, give me some of that Litecoin and Bitcoin money. That's what I'm talking about. I just want to let everybody know that and that I'm going to keep it real no matter what. Other than that, I think that's my commentary rant for this episode. I will put this one out and I'll put out some other episodes here pretty soon. And again, you know, please, if you want to wrap out at me, if you have anything to say, please send me an email at crypto.101 at outlook.com. You can hit me up on Twitter, crypto underscore underscore 101. You can hit me up on Instagram, crypto underscore 101. You can hit me up on any of the other places, Facebook, Crypto 101, you know, add, add me as a friend on, on Facebook, Matthew Aaron. I have the Crypto 101 logo there. He's just, just add me as a friend. And uh, if you want to be part of the Crypto 101 Facebook group, add me as a friend and I'll add you into the group. We have it as a private group, so you can't be, you can't search it and find it. Uh, it's in, invite only. But if you're a fan of the show and you're a friend of us, add us on uh, Facebook and we'll add you into the group. Um, other than that, again, we are always looking for people to join the team. We have just had a couple of new people join the team, and that's going to be a video editor. Um, he's going to be helping out with the videos on YouTube. Uh, we are also looking for another blog writer to help Ross out. We're also help, looking for some help for Kyle to help the marketing out. Crypto 101 is still growing. We're loving it. We're loving the ride. We hope that we're putting out good quality shows for you. Again, any comments are always welcome. Please rate us on iTunes. Leave a rating. Leave some comments. Tell it like it is. We're really appreciating it. It's moving us to the, to the top of the pack. And now if you search Bitcoin on iTunes, we're number one. So thank you, people, everyone, for keeping it real. You. Yeah.
And today's music is by Bestie, Asleep on the Bus, I'm Planet's Remix. I'm obsessed with this song for the past couple weeks. Wanted to share with you guys. This is Matthew Aaron with Crypto 101. I'll see you for the next episode. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.